0: Hello, Conspirituality Podcast listeners. Welcome to a sample of a Patreon bonus episode. We release these every week for our subscribers. They're usually solo essays from our team. It costs five dollars a month for access, and the support helps to keep us ad-free and editorially independent. You can sign up at patreon.com backslash conspirituality. Thank you. So we're doing we're doing feedback Monday. Okay today and um so i've got a couple of things and i i'm I, I we were talking in slack a while back about how um you know the guys at uh, decoding the gurus do this really great and i think sometimes long-winded um uh you know um Survey of all of the reviews they get mm. on iTunes, <laughs> uh, so they 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 very like meticulously go over their feedback, yeah. um, and then they assess. You know, is that fair? Is that not fair? Uh, we don't really do that. Uh, I think the the energy of our reporting is pretty forward moving, but there have been a number of instances in which, um, you know, we've gotten. Really interesting feedback that I don't think the news cycle has really slowed down for long enough for us to go. Oh, let's like sit back and mm-hmm. take a look at that. I mean, sometimes we did we did that episode called Snark Tank yep. uh, when we got a bunch of of feedback about you know how how we were so mean, um, and but but there are sort of these issues hanging in the air, and and so I wanted to bring uh, a bit of Facebook. Uh, spectacle to this episode by um, pointing everyone to uh, a very long and I would say uh, well-intentioned and rich post by Dr. Lissa Rankin, friend of the friend of the pod, mm-hmm. um, and and then I thought it would be good to just sort of like take a look at what she has to say because um, I think it's actually really interesting and uh and 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 there's a lot to it and then there's then there's a lot of comments as well. So uh Dr. Rankin if you're listening, hello, thank you for your post. Um and we're going to try to make a little bit of sense of it. So she we'll put it into the we'll put it into the show notes but um she does sort of two main things in it. She juxtaposes the tone of what we do from week to week against the tone and the kind of intentionality, I guess, of another podcast called a little bit culty, which is run by, uh, Sarah Edmondson and, uh, and Nippy, I forget his last name. I'm sorry. Um, and go ahead, Julian. No, I was going to say, I don't know either. You don't know either. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Sarah and Sarah and Nippy, they are survivors of the Nexium. uh, High demand group, and they were heavily featured in uh, *Leaving Nexium* on Netflix. Uh, they have a podcast. I've been on it. Um, I had a good time being a guest on it. Uh, there's a lot of crossover between our two pods. Um, we've we've interviewed some of the same experts, um, and so she is saying, uh, Doctor Rankin is saying that. Uh, they have a very sort of light touch uh, that allows people to share their cult dynamic stories. And then somewhat relatedly, she's saying, uh, but the guys at Conspirituality Podcast, they're, they're kind of, um, they're kind of mean and they have some, Uh, misinformed views about alternative medicine. So I'll just read a little bit here. Uh, She says that um, given that the wellness, mind, body, yoga, and energy healing world I've been a part of went a little bit culty crazy during the pandemic, I've already listened to every episode of the Conspirituality Podcast, and I was a guest on one episode, and I learned so much listening to them, and I'm so grateful for all they do. Serious kudos and high fives. Yes, high fives back. Thank you. But, it's a small but, but necessary in my opinion they have a tendency to demonize and diminish some things in the realm of healing outside conventional medicine and with all due respect and given all they say about staying in their lane they are not doctors scientists or healers and i think they're just wrong about some of what they say about alternative medicine and it irritates me that they're so smug and self-righteous in the way they tend to punch down on some alternative medicine practitioners and the modalities they practice and to speak in a way that feels belittling condescending and is insensitive to those who have benefited from alternative medicine even as they call out those who punch down um, and so I guess we can I guess we can start there what when what, what um how, What does that, how does that all strike you?
1: Fair comment in terms of, you know, just, just trying to, what I hear her doing is, you know, orienting herself in relationship to what we do. And then in relationship to what a little bit culty does and talking about some concerns that she has sounds like about, about some lack of nuance, um, I I, right away, I just part of me, which is maybe defensive says, well, I think we, we really try to be quite nuanced and empathetic. And and we share personal stories of, of, you know, the different things that we've been involved with the different alternative treatments we've tried the things we, I think we share about positive experience we've had and and things that we think are, are legit in certain ways. And I think that we try to um, make a distinction between uh, overgeneralizing and, and specific criticisms. Uh, so yeah, I'm just not. I'm. I, I, I don't think the characterization of uh, punching down and just demonizing and, and and all of that is accurate. Although I have my own thoughts about why. It makes sense that it might seem that way to someone.
0: Yeah, I, I have a lot of thoughts that way, too. Yeah. But let's, let's So let's come back to those, but I'll go okay. on a little bit. She says, um, uh, I've spent the past 10 years studying the stuff the Conspirituality Podcast hosts swipe away with a snarky laugh and an air of contempt towards those who might claim to have benefited from an acupuncturist, for example. I know they think it's all placebo, but I don't think they understand that those of us who study such things have learned about the subjective aspects of healing, like the therapeutic relationship, the empathy extended, the healing environment that helps settle the nervous system and the way with good healers, at least trauma may come to the surface for healing when a good healer helps someone finally feel safe, especially when people have been harmed by abuses of power in conventional medicine and are terrified of doctors. So when i get when i get there i'm like whenever we do discuss placebo i think we do talk about all of those things about how there are intersubjective experiences that attend a therapeutic space whether it's regulated or evidence-based or not uh i think we talk about um you know the feeling of empathy contrasted with with the sort of short cycle visit structure that we get in most clinical spaces in conventional medicine uh, or hospital circumstances. It's, it's, it's interesting that like, I, when we speak, do you feel that when you speak about placebo, you are dismissing something, or are you talking about something that's kind of mysterious and, and fucking amazing to consider
1: i think that we've you know placebo is not something that we've returned to again and again we have talked about it once or twice but the the whole piece about um you know institutional uh, issues issues with the medical model issues with how people have been treated issues of discrimination and uh you know women being patronized etc that that run through the history of uh medicine in the west it's it's I feel like we, we've touched on that multiple times. Um, we've We've made empathic sort of um, attempts to put ourselves in the shoes of why someone might be vulnerable to certain kinds of medical conspiracy theories and to buying into certain, uh pseudoscience or, or poorly evidenced cures or approaches, precisely because of those more societal and structural problems. So, right, yeah, I, I, and with with placebo, uh, you know, I think Derek and I have even disagreed a few times because Derek is a little more on the side of like placebo. There's really something going on with placebo that's that's pretty remarkable, you know, in terms of the brain and in terms of the healing power and all the rest of it. And I'm I'm a lot more skeptical about that. But none of this is because we haven't, you know done our homework like this is all stuff i've also been interested in for for decades and have looked into and and my opinion on it has shifted over time based on right uh, both experiences i've had and and things that i've studied both you know sort of as a as a practitioner and as a as just someone who's interested in a, in a in a, in receiving uh right. certain modalities so yeah it's not coming this is a, this is a criticism that i that I hear that i've heard over the years so often from people who are involved in any particular set of um, yoga or wellness or spiritual kind of beliefs is they'll they 'll often say well, you obviously you have no experience in this field or or you would you wouldn't be skeptical the way that you are or you haven't had the experiences i've had or you you haven't looked into it deeply enough. If you really studied it, then you would know that these concerns you're raising about whether or not it's scientifically valid or whether or not it's a scam, that they're, they're really superficial.